all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still at the top of the list. I don't care what you know Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts <laughs> work. It's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wildy. Joins us three times a week here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Uh, we're doing well, but I don't think we're doing nearly as good as you are. I mean, you get, you were in the zone uh, yesterday, and I, I don't yeah, want to nailed it. I don't want to call it a rant, Jason. I mean, your voice certainly kind of raised up a little bit. You certainly got into it. You had a lot of energy, but you were kind of in the zone. You delivered the truth yesterday on Wildey and Tausch when you laid out your scenario in which you would accept Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I think it's either a statement on uh, how calm and even measured and not very interesting I normally am on the radio, or um, just that you know no one's necessarily put it in those terms. Like I don't, you know, I don't. I'm really proud of what we do. Um, our show, your show. I love Homer and Tony. Homer is a totally different cat than I am, as you well know. But I love the guy, right? And you spent a long time alongside him. And, you know, I don't have many of those types of moments on the radio. I came up as a newspaper reporter. I still am a newspaper reporter in my other life. And so I'm not – that's just not how I generally present arguments. I try to be reasoned and calm. But to me, this – this thing has gotten a little bit sideways. I mean, do I, as I told you guys earlier in the week, do I think that Goody expressed frustration to some fellow scout or fellow GM? Uh, yes, absolutely. Which led to the reference that Tom Silverstein made in the journal Sentinel and the references that, you know, Bob again and, and Tyler Dunn made in their podcast. Um, do I think that the Packers uh, are to the point of being disgusted and being done with Rodgers? Not based on the people I talk to. Now, that doesn't mean that he's coming back either, but I, I think that there, I, I think you can follow the breadcrumbs to a place where the things I said yesterday about wanting a greater investment and more participation in the offseason, even though they can't force him to based on uh, the CBA and the rules about the OTAs and, and everything else, I think that's reasonable. I mean, I just thought that the things that I said, if, if Goody said to those two Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers might not like hearing it, um, but sometimes we all need to hear things that we need to hear, but we might not like to hear. So we'll see, but uh, I, I didn't. it makes me a little uncomfortable when everyone's telling me, oh, it was great. Because um, it kind of feels like, well, um, I picked my spots, and I guess that was a spot where I actually uh, delivered. Jason, do you think 
the three what we call the three-headed monster equal power between Goody Lafleur and Russ Ball even though I don't know what Russ Ball does with Murphy on top do you think that contributes to this problem a little bit instead of the structure that we had in the 90s where it was Bob Harlan boss of everyone and then Ron Wolf boss of Holmgren what what would would a situation like this be better suited for that type of structure? Um, I just think that structure is better uh, in all ways. And if you don't believe that, I mean, realize that Brian Gutekunst had to rethink getting the offer for this job in 2018 when he was told how the structure would be. And then, you know, I think he said, well, my family loves it here and, uh, there's only 32 of these jobs, so I guess I'll take it, but that's not the way it's supposed to be. Um, you know, whether or not it would change the way this is playing out, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Rogers is just such a unique uh, character that I wonder if it would be difficult no matter what the structure is. So, you know, I, I think back to 2008, Obviously, Mark Murphy was involved in those conversations. But I think that Ted and Mike were the ones who made the decisions. And, you know, that wasn't clean either. Like, remember, everyone forgets this, but, like, after he retired, you know, Favre did change his mind a couple weeks later and was, you know, I'm thinking about I still do want to play. And I remember this. I was at the NFL meetings. Uh, We were in Florida. And Ted and Mike left early, thinking that they were flying to Mississippi to talk to Brett and, and maybe have him come back and have Rodgers, just like Lovewood this year, be on the bench for a fourth year. And Because remember, Barb was really good in 07. Um, and then ultimately he called him back and said, you know what, no, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do it. You guys don't have to bother to come. So uh, what I'm saying is, is that I think it would be difficult regardless and while I firmly believe that the structure that they had when you were a player and then with Ted is better than the structure they have now, I don't know how much impact it would make on the difficulty of this situation. In the scenario in which you laid out, Jason, yesterday, as we talked with Jason Wilde, do it three times a week here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. In what you said yesterday, what do you think is the hardest part? If Rodgers were to agree to that, what would be the hardest part for Rodgers to accept? See, that's the thing. Like, do you think any of that is all that big of an ask? I mean, no. that's kind of my No, it's it's not a big ask, Jason, and I'm with you in, in that. I, I think it, the easiest part for him would be to show up for the offseason stuff because, as you pointed out, he did it between 2005 and 2019. I think the hardest part for him would be keeping his mouth shut and not throwing people under the bus. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And, look, I, I think that they understand that sometimes that comes with the territory with him. But, again, I don't – what bothers me about that is and, – and, look, there is nobody who is a bigger proponent of wanting his interview subjects to speak their mind than me, right? I mean, what we do here, we want people to be honest. At the same time, I think there's a way to, A, express your frustrations – without doing it in a way that it looks like you're just taking passive-aggressive shots, because that's what you're doing. And then B, for you to take some of your own res- greater amount of responsibility. And, and I, would, I would defer to Chewy on this. Is this a quarterback thing? 
Yeah. Like, is, is, I think it's gotten are they, worse. Like, Brett, Brett had it's, trouble doing it. And now Aaron, I mean, Aaron has always had trouble doing it. It's one of the things that I would say I just don't, like, I would rather have the guy who, you know, shields his guys in the public and then in private says, look, man, I took the blame for that, but you ran the wrong damn route. You can't do that. You're killing me here. Yeah, it's just we were talking about Jason in the first segment. It's just Aaron always has a qualifier. It's like, I didn't play great, but the play calling was suspect. You know, I I didn't play great, but I'm still a four-time MVP. You know, they never fully own it, which leads me to believe, do they really believe it? You know? Is there an I mean, Brett went, Brett went, yeah, Brett went haywire. And I, and I told the story before because it was the three amigos and then it became the two amigos, you know, because then it was right. more important for Brett to hang out with Hollywood people and musicians and things like that. And me and Frank are, you know, are just schlumps. We're like, dude, what the heck? We're not. You had the opportunity to hang out with some famous folks. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to get you in trouble with your wife, but you decided to blow them off. Yeah, that's a good friend, right? <laughs> that's being Ooh. a good friend. I never got reciprocated. You know, yeah, I'm blowing up people here. I'm like, ah, I'd rather hang out with Frank, eat chicken wings and drink beer. <laughs> you know, just these guys change, man. They just, they're, and now it's even worse, Jason. Their ego is just, you got to feed that thing. You know, I mean, I swear I have ESPN on here, Jason, every time I do the show and every single day, it's always something about Rodgers. Always. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he definitely drives the news cycle. And, and I don't think, you know, for instance, one example I would say, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this who I think is a really smart, insightful guy. And he said that you can be open and honest and informational, but you don't have to give us everything. Like, You can just say, I'm going to take some time to myself and spend it contemplating not just whether I want to play football again, but a lot of things. You know, I I, I just, I I need some time to think about all kinds of aspects of my life. Instead, you obviously go to the extreme of sharing exactly what your um, plan is for the darkness, and that drives the news cycle, right? Like, you know, the one thing I'll say about the Brett saga which we certainly were just as all Brett all the time, just like we've been with Rogers, is that if he didn't talk to Al Jones of the Biloxi Sun-Herald, we didn't have anything from him to further uh, feed the beast of talking about him. Whereas with Rogers, you know, it, I, I'll be honest, uh, I really enjoyed my Tuesday this week because there was not something that created more of a stir about his situation because he wasn't on with McAfee and McAfee didn't even do his show. So look, the, I, I think the, the latest round of this has been people talking to various uh, folks about kind of the Packers side. And we've gotten conflicting because let's be honest, you cannot, both things can't be true. What Bob McGinn mm-hmm. said and what Tom Pelissero said to Rich Eisen, uh, both of those things cannot be true um, because you can't say that they're disgusted and done with him um, 
and at the same time there be this idea that if he's fully invested, they want him back. So Because if you're done, you're done. And so you have to now pick who you believe and who you trust and who you think is more dialed into what the reality is. I am of the belief that that qualifier of fully bought in is really, really, really important. And that's what led me to say the things I did on our show yesterday. But I don't think that they, I think you can be frustrated without acting on that frustration in an impulsive way and saying to hell with this guy, we're better off with the kid, even though they don't have enough evidence to actually know that. And I think that's truly where Goody stands. And I would love, there's some question now, he was supposed to talk to us tomorrow before he leaves for the combine a small group of reporters that he was going to do a, a sit down with, which he's done for in past years before going to Indy. And now I'm not sure we're doing that or not. Uh, and I hope he does because I would like to hear from the so-called horse's mouth. Some of these answers to these questions, even if they're not straightforward answers. So Jason, the report is out that Aaron has left his darkness retreat in Oregon. If you were a betting man, which I know you're not, how long is it before we have an answer? Before the weekend, well, I, next week? Next, I would, I would, I would predict next week. Um, first of all, there's so many amazing things in Oregon. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to spend time in the darkness there. I want to spend time doing other stuff. Um, he, he said this on McAfee. He said after it was done, he was going home to Malibu, and then he had a another trip planned for this coming weekend. Uh, and then you're getting close to March 1st. So I would think he will go on his little wherever he's going this weekend. Uh, and when he gets back, uh, I think we'll get part one of his decision sometime, you know, after March 1st here of I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to play next year. And now we just have to figure out how we move forward. I would predict that that's what's going to happen. Jason, we appreciate the time, and best of luck having another rant sometime in the near future where Tausch lays out for as long as you went. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking 2026, probably. <laughs> <the next time. laughs> we appreciate it, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good.